What Speaks to Your Soul. My name is Deneen Rosaria. I'm a healer, empathic warrior, a medium, and a channel that serves to link the spiritual and the physical. Welcome to Soul Speak. Hello and welcome back to Soul Speak. I'm your host, Anine Rosaria, and today we are going to dive into one of my favorite topics. It's one of the things that I'm super passionate about and something that has been a huge part of my personal healing journey, and that is power animals. And today, to help me dive into this topic, I have the beautiful Rebecca Neary. She's so near and dear to my heart. (laughs) Rebecca is just such a divine creature. She is a visual artist and a static awakening dance teacher and a shamanic practitioner. So who better than to dive into power animals than with this beauty? So Rebecca, welcome. Thank you so much. It's so great to be here. Thank you for inviting me on, Janine. Oh, you're so welcome. You're officially my first guest. And this (laughs) is going to be one of many podcast episodes that we do together. And so, yeah, I figured what better way to kick off our first episode than to dive into power animals? Because I know you and I have actually related a lot on that topic and we share a lot of similarities in that way. So I just wanted to dive into that and just bring your perspectives out and hear what you have to say. So in my eyes and in the research I've done, there is no shamanic work without allies and teachers. And we discover that on this path, that also includes animals (laughs) as these allies and teachers. And it's been something that has been so integral in my process. And so I would love to hear how this first came about in your life. Yeah, well, I guess this has come about actually quite recently on my journey. I've always had an affiliation with lots of different creatures. I felt like I've had multiple you know affinities with like mm. uh, orca for example I'm, I'm i just i've loved um orca since i was a really really young child um and also like big cats and jaguars and you know all of these like really fierce and wild animals um but ultimately you know in terms of a shamanic process i actually went through shamanic training and had my um had my power animal revealed to me um because it was actually summoned by my teacher Mm. um so that obviously it's not pulled from some other part of your subconscious and all of that sort of stuff that that's a complete blank canvas in that sense um and yeah it's been an actually it's been such a powerful and healing and transformational thing to know who and what my power animal is i Mm. even know his name and he is um he's called bertie and he is a um he's a common english frog um and I never, which, when I was first told that my power animal was a frog, I was like, what? I was expecting like jaguar, wildcat, bobcat. Like I was expecting a whale or, you know, like something that I'd already had this affinity with. Now, um, I actually really have, like, I've been on so many, um, in, like, journeys with, 
him and learned so much and understood why he is my ally. Um, and actually, you know, it's some, something that I've learned through this process is that we are all born with spirit and spirit, kith and kin, but we yes. are particularly born with um, a power animal alongside us. And ultimately, you know, we the the idea of having a power animal and the that spiritual kin um is all about keeping you whole it's like mm. a, you know they are there to help protect you they are there to help um build and create your life you know and and help your imagination to like thrive and you know understand like the interdimensionals and the mm. the fact that it it kind of so the way that uh, the easiest way to explain it is that as kids, you know, if you have an imaginary friend, people call it imaginary. Yes. You know, is it imaginary? Probably, you know, like it's not really, it's just that it's of a different dimension and we can't touch it necessarily. Mm. Uh, but you know, it's, it, or maybe you can touch it, but it's the fact that it's personal to you and it's there for a reason. And ultimately, you know, when, when we get, um, told that these things don't exist over and over again, we begin to start to believe that they don't exist. And when we don't foster that connection with our power animals, that can be when we experience quite severe trauma. And um, then it can take a long time to actually return to that very playful. And, it, you know, it, it is really classed as um, retrieval. That's part of soul retrieval um, in a shamanic sense. So, yeah, I mean, I've I've absolutely loved learning about my power animal, and he's actually I've had I, honestly I've had about oh, this summer I have held a baby frog, a tiny tiny baby frog in my hand, and saw it breathing, and you know it, that was so powerful. But also I've had probably about eight more turn up just around my house, like literally outside my front door. So powerful, and. Uh, <laughs> Um, and you know this is something that you can summon them to be alongside you and I was doing that and I was thinking you know please come and and really really um, show me that you're there and and I didn't really think about it in a physical sense but I was doing all of this work to reconnect with the spiritual kith and kin and then my power animal was there all the time yes yes I love you just touched upon so much because it's interesting. It really is a revelation because mm. I, you know, since I was a child, I had, again, certain animals I had an affinity to. So one being uh, the wolf. And I just always felt a connection. And I didn't know why, because it's not like I've met one in real life. You know, I wasn't going to a zoo or got to see it out and about in the wild because I do live near woods and I get to experience animals in the real life every day. You know, I can see deer and raccoons and squirrels and chipmunks and frogs and turtles and all of these animals in my everyday life. But it was so interesting, the revelation that I had with the wolf, it was actually through a deep meditation. So I was doing a deep meditation and I was working on all my chakras. And then there was an integration portion because it was a guided meditation. And then it sort of went silent and I was just listening to the frequencies and deep in meditation and out of the darkness came this majestic wolf that was outlined in purple and it just came stepping forward towards me and we just sat and had 
a moment and connection together. And I remember coming out of that and I was like, wow, this really is one of my power animals. Mm -hmm. And I've just continued to foster and grow that relationship since then, because it is a relationship that you have to cultivate Mm -hmm. and they can show up and help you in all of these areas. But the other piece that I love that you touched on is sometimes we can lose our connection to our power animals and that can cause illness or disease in the body. Mm. So that disease can come. And that happened to me with my other power animal. And so that power animal I knew when I was little from the jump and it was, it was a horse. Mm. I loved go riding. I loved to be around horses. I did it all the time as a child. And then there just came a point in life where life got too busy and I was involved in other things. And I felt like that connection got broken Mm. and I didn't realize that that was causing such disease or dis-ease within me until I sat down and actually had a journey to go on that soul retrieval. Mm, yeah. I mean, it's so, I've, I really feel that, have you ever read um, Philip Pullman, His Dark Materials, or watched any of those? There, there are a few, they talk about demons, they talk about, you know, um, yes, yes. Like, yeah. I mean, that for me as a concept is right on because these these demons are non-fixed, you know, like they're constantly moving until they reach adulthood, basically, and then they fix. But there's still that connection with an animal spirit, which is outside of the body and, and is kind of manifested as part of it's like a mirror. It's all, it's mm. it's like this mirroring um yeah this mirroring relationship which I really really love and actually for me that's exactly what my um transformational journey has been coming back to to like the to journeying and you know I've I've done the majority of my journey with like shamanic drumming and stuff like that and going Mm. down to the down to the lower worlds and really exploring all of the earthly and deep earth you know it's the deep earth culture and everything that's there with him so he's the one that's guiding me through all of the questions that I ask or if I ask them or he's just showing me what uh, what my skills are and what I love and you know like I am a deeply amphibious person I love water like and that's (laughs) something that I've massively reconnected to recently (laughs) like hugely and I've just I've I've also forgotten that about myself you know Mm. like I am such a I'm a playful creature I'm very patient also and I'm it's 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 going through these journeys like these visceral um visceral interdimensional journeys they show so much in spiritual metaphor but also just metaphor yes gives you so much to to really really like absorb absorb into your heart like I actually imagine my power animal resting over my heart Mm, that's so beautiful yeah because it feels like you know even just I think holding that baby frog in my palm Mm. (laughs) I think it it just watching it breathe and and feeling how gentle and and delicate you know, each animal is is gentle and delicate, as well as being, you know, fierce and wild, and you know all these things. So, it, it I always I always imagine it over my heart because I that feels like where 
he resides it's a very and I love the fact that it is he is a male frog because that that partners with me so well you know it's Mm. that it's understanding that um sort of balance so I think yeah there's so much in terms of personal growth that you can witness you can be held by them you can be shown by them you can be um oh just just so many lessons that you can receive you know and and that's that's from this is where you know our creatures are our teachers this is what I I I Mm. totally totally love you know I, I read a lot of Jamie Sam's um and she she talks about it she goes through the 13 clan mothers and she talks about you know um creature teachers and how they each have a lesson everything has this divine lesson and i love that creature teachers i love that <laughs> yeah because they are they are they are creatures you know the way they do things and how delicately or how strong they are or you know they're all so um so unique and so mm. specific they're specified you know and and that's why we have these power animal relationships because we're unique and we're specified and we have our own way of doing things and i think that's truly why it's such a deep deep relationship and place to go within yourself and find and find because mm. for me they are that retrieval it just takes you wanting to have that relationship again in order for you to foster it absolutely I couldn't agree more and that's something that came about for me with that connection to the horse and I love how you said through the frog you got to realize and remember about yourself that you're quite amphibious (laughs) which is like that's that's a huge part to reclaim and remember about yourself And that happened to me with the horse. Once I did realize that that connection was severed and I had to do a soul retrieval for that, I realized that, wow, I do not like to be stuck or anchored anywhere. For me, the horse was all about running wild and free. (laughs) I felt like I had lost that. So now cultivating and fostering that awareness around that relationship has just opened up so many avenues for me. Mm. But I love, I love, love, love how you said that it brings about and really sort of feeds us in that unique way Mm. because we are unique. And it's so true because, I mean, many cultures, and you could look at this throughout, um, throughout history and throughout the indigenous cultures. And like, I know certain North American indigenous cultures, they really say that there's like four types of animal guides. And they actually said there are guides that um, journey and accompany to help us through certain parts of our life's journey. Then there are messenger guides that leave us as soon as the message is understood. Mm -hmm. Then there's shadow animal guides that infuse us with fear returning at times in our lives when we are severely tested. And then there's other guides that stay with us over a lifetime, Mm. which is so true. Cause I think people, when they hear power animal, they almost get stuck on one Mm. that it just has to be one. And I'm like, no, there could be many, some that stay with you or others that come in for that brief moment to teach you. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, this is another thing, you know, when you, I think in one of, in some of my earliest uh, journeyings into the lower world of the shamanic realms, you know, it really, really highlighted what my affinity animals are. 
you know I'm walking mm. through a jungle what is it that's by my side there's a there's a you know there's a beautiful jaguar and and there's an eagle and there's you know like all of these very powerful beautiful humming you know like a hummingbird which turned into a butterfly I was a shapeshifter which mm. which is again is very um gives its own metaphor for me so I, I think you know there are and in that sense we are all shapeshifters and we do need you know we the lessons can come more profoundly I think when it comes from multiple you know different species in that sense and I think they all have a really really beautiful flavor you know even if I had a horse Denise my horse would be different to yours because of how I would see the journey or the feeling it's almost like you are going into a body of an animal and you feel that heart of the animal it's almost you know some just as some of us would want to run wild and free some of us might just want to like trot along the same mountain path every day or you know Mm. that it, it really there is so much I always think you know there is a lot of um variation at the same time as similarity it's it's beautifully deep it's very very deep um absolutely yeah it is it's so specific to you and your needs in that moment Mm. and I know for me when I'm going through something deep and I really need to tap into my strength that's when I can call upon the wolf and you do you can really tap into that and you can almost feel the instinct there Mm. And you can feel what they would do and you can embody that in a way that is unique to you. And then at other times I might need some other form of medicine or some other form of guidance. When I need to look at things from a higher perspective, that's when I can tap into the hawk or the eagle Mm. or something along those lines. And it's always changing. And sometimes you might need a little bit of both. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I really enjoy this um the process of sort of reconnecting because I think this is really really important work actually for you to be able to have this affinity with animals and creature teachers that literally surround you or that are in a different part of the world to you you know um it's really really important because if we see if we experience through our um meditations or traveling no matter how we're accessing that we are connecting in some way um, with that spirit mm. and that spirit is is just is is there and wants to be you know accessed for lots of different things so I think you know it is really really important but ultimately I think these power animals are are they are they they are guardians as well as mm. guides as well as teachers as well as um you know, like I, I always just think of the wild woman and I always associate a wolf with a wild yes. woman, always. And I always yes. associate, I also associate wild cats with wild women. And I, I, I mm. automatically associate that fierce um, feminine with like the insatiable divine feminine, you know, all of that beautiful, beautiful energy that can come forth when a woman feels in their sexual power, you know, there's, there's nothing that quite um, um, sort of uh, describes it as well as those animals and when they are at their fiercest and, you know, it, that in a really beautiful way, I think 
there's nothing else that can describe it as as well as that yeah absolutely and it's such an interesting energy to connect to and embody and I feel like once you establish that connection and you start growing and cultivating that relationship it's it's almost unreal how it kind of just starts to show up and reveal itself even deeper. Like if I'm working with a certain animal, all of a sudden I'll be driving and that animal will appear on like a big truck or a a van driving past me. And I'm like, okay, they're talking to me or anywhere, you know, be on someone's t-shirt. You just start seeing signs of them everywhere. And, or even in your everyday life, like how I was saying, you know, I live near woods and I I'm I'm fortunate enough that I get to experience a lot of beautiful creatures on a daily basis and when I'm talking to people about working with animals in that way I kind of describe it to them like you know when an animal crosses my path or graces me with its presence I'm always thinking about hmm what does this mean what is this telling me what sign is here what medicine is here what wisdom is here And I'll keep track of that. And I sort of use it as an energetic map, really, because that medicine is highlighting. It's showing you something. It's bringing something to you. It's a gift that can unfold in so many different ways. So I'll pay attention to that and really use it in my life. Like, okay, I'm seeing a deer. Where do I need to be more gentle with myself, more graceful? Or, you know, those, those types of things. And I think it's really beautiful to help along the journey and, and people forget that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I really feel like those moments are really profound. Mm. And that they are, they are, that's the universe, like literally dropping something in your lap. You know? um, like, oh, here's an eagle, <laughs> or here's a hawk, or here's a deer, like you're, like you're talking about. I mean, one of... I think it's really special actually I love seeing nocturnal animals nocturnal animals are some of my favorite because you know Mm. the the medicine that you can get from nocturnal animals of things happening even when you don't see them necessarily happening and you know all of this sort of beauty that that is there I think yeah when they turn up it's that's really a really I love the fact that you said energetic map that that's really really beautiful I think yeah as soon as you tune into the natural world it's hard I feel it's hard not to not to take note of those energies because ultimately if you're stood somewhere you've got your auric field of what five meters that goes up Mm. up as much as it does anywhere else you know when you're thinking about that it the and if you truly listen you know this is something that I've learned more recently if you truly listen to where your spirit wants to take you on a on a walk rather than saying oh, i'm gonna go this way you know if you mm. truly listen it will probably lead you to even deeper connection with these with these beautiful beautiful beings these creature teachers you know i i had an experience with two deer which roe deer which you just don't see that that often you know um, and yeah. it was because i thought no i i do I, I i'm i need to go there so i'm gonna go there and i'm gonna trust that you know and it's having that uh, curiosity, you know, that playful yes. curiosity that allows. Oh, I love that. I love that you just said that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that that also helps because it helps you to embrace that 
wisdom in a different way you know then it's like a practical kind of oh, I'm listening I'm going you're acting on your intuition but then the universe is also kind of like yeah you're going up there for a reason like it's that yeah <laughs> that's the yeah it's so true though the curiosity because I think that totally helps you hone in and establish the connection when you're curious and you're open and you want to make the connection it's going to happen you just have to be open to it and that's the beautiful thing about spirit and you know I love how you were describing you know how we are so connected and how we can even feel that in our auric field because it's true we're so connected to the energies around us seen and unseen Mm. and people forget the unseen (laughs) and so with these power animals they can come and they can manifest seen or unseen Mm. and there's so much there to to really dive dive into and there's so many ways we can do that one of the ways I actually connected with and it was actually the frog Mm. And I know I've, I've shared some of this with you. And so it was such an interesting experience. I went and I had a combo ceremony and I did a couple actually back to back and so much came out of that experience and something that was so interesting. I was with a couple, they were friends of mine. The three of us went and we sat and we had this beautiful combo ceremony. So they were sitting across from me and I was on the other side. So as we were working through the medicine together, I didn't know it because I couldn't see myself and I was in my process, but they were able to see me. And this was something that I did not read about or learn about in my research before going because I didn't want to do too much research because I didn't want to go in with a fixed agenda on how the experience should Mm be. I wanted it to unfold naturally. So, but my friend, he did a lot of research. (laughs) And so after, when we were done with the experience, they stopped me and they were like, we have to tell you something. And I was like, what? And they were like, during the experience, you morphed into the frog. You took on the appearance of the frog. And he explained that through his research, that is something that he read. And I just found it completely fascinating that that was something that came about. And, and his wife, she agreed. Like they both, this was coming from both parties. Like they both saw it and she had no idea that he had read that in his research. He just, you know, it wasn't something that he shared. And it was just such a deeper connection because I felt so deeply connected to the frog in that ceremony. It was, I really did feel like we meshed and we became one as I was working that through my system. And it was such a different experience. And it's just another layer of how we can connect to these allies, to these teachers. I mean, I've never actually done any sort of um, animal medicine like that, but I can imagine it feels very, uh, oh, layered, very, very layered mm. with lots of lots of different stuff going on. I, I can't, I can't imagine, but I also can't imagine. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's the same with. I love it when I actually see the horse therapy um, people doing mm. horse therapy. I actually bought a um uh this this beautiful woman she did dream catchers handmade dream catchers and she actually um dedicated one to this horse that she'd done loads of therapy sessions with who had passed on and yeah I actually gifted this to a friend who is who absolutely adores horses like she that is definitely probably her ally I would say um and she was just in tears 
in absolute tears and wow. the power of that animal was embedded in this beautiful beautiful dream catcher like no doubt about it it was so real and it was so beautiful and she was just overcome overcome with tears and you know like that animal who had done who had provided just such power for people in lots of different ways you know mm. it, it that like like kind of lives on in a way it's it's beautiful it's beautiful to be able to uh celebrate those lives those because i think that's something that the human uh, we humans are very good at telling ourselves that we are the most intelligent and the most you know all of this <laughs> we're very good at that yeah. <laughs> um and ultimately i think there's a different way to uh really connect with animals in that way you know and i've always thought that i mean coming from one of my one of my affinities with orcas their their emotional bind is four times the size of ours so you know yes. like their actual brain the part of their brain is four times the size of ours so it's i really think that we underestimate our animal kin in lots of different ways in whether they can offer medicine whether they can offer therapy that whether they can offer lots of different things and i think that actually spending moments or longer periods of time in lots of different ways that's deep work you know we are of this earth and so are they absolutely absolutely it's yes there's so much we can learn from them and yeah we do we think that <laughs> we hold like it's almost like a hierarchy that we're at the top but no it's really to to sort of tap into and go back to I remember as a child watching the Lion King you know what do they sing in the beginning all about the circle of life right so I like to picture us in this relationship with not only the animals but also the plants and you know earth itself we are in this circle of life you know sort of taking ourselves down stepping down from that quote-unquote hierarchy mm -hmm. that we seem to place ourselves in because we can learn so much from them. I remember when I learned um, about elephants, how, because they're also very, very intelligent and they will stop if something happens to a member of, um, of their little pack. I'm not sure if you call it a pack. I forget. Um, but if something happens to one of them or if one of them passes, they stop and they grieve. And they pay homage to their, like, their fallen kin. <laughs> and it's a really beautiful thing because I don't think a lot of humans or people associate animals with being able to do that, with holding not only that intelligence, but also that emotional intelligence. Oh, I mean, I, I totally, totally connect to that because there's just so, I see it so, I see that so much. And this is, I think that, you know, um, just because they don't have a language to to actually, you know, <laughs> communicate with us, they do communicate. It's just not with us. I'm just going to put that out there as well. But, <laughs> you know, um, just because they can't speak English or speak a language that we want them to does not mean that they don't have the same sort of conscious experiences. I know that there's a lot of theory behind, you know, whether animals feel the same as we do and you know all of that sort of stuff and generally it's thought that they don't but you know I think that um it's sort of easy for us to to dismiss um dismiss their experience and their reality and their 
because it yeah we're all we are made of very similar chemical makeup as them very similar i mean yeah you know it's it's pretty incredible how diverse the life and how you know specialized life is on this planet and that's why i i really um i am such a conservationist in some ways at heart because i just want to see all of the animals and all of the plants like saved and savored and really celebrated you know um and i Mm. say conservation in a in a in brackets because you know there's i'm not going to get into that but that's a whole different conversation you know um that's a different rabbit hole to dive into (laughs) but you know it, it it's about yeah that celebration and anything that celebrates an animal you know i i i just believe is just such you know um it's honoring life Absolutely. And I, and I think too, I love that you touched upon this because it's so important because I don't think as humans, we fully grasp or realize the detriment and, you know, what we could experience with the loss of these animals Mm. in our world and what they bring us. Or even for example, even though it's an insect, look Mm. at bees. If bees are wiped out that, I mean, we're, (laughs) that's huge. We're, we're done. We're done. Right. And that's bigger than I think a lot of people realize. That's huge. It's all, it's a interconnected, you know, it's a web of life. We're all connected to each other and each piece does its part to keep the whole moving and sustained. And I just don't think that people fully grasp that. <laughs> and, you know, I try to, the, um, the analogy I give is actually uh, with the movie Avatar. How when you're watching Avatar and you see how they're connected to everything, it's such a good analogy because that, yes, we are connected to all of life. It is that web of life and, you know, they contribute to our life and we contribute to them. So I, I completely agree that with that conservation and the celebration of animals oh, in that aspect. I love, love the film Avatar. I absolutely adore it. Oh, like me too. Home tree and, you know, oh my word, it's just... And the metaphor in it, the, but some of it, I'm just like, but what if this exists in another dimension? What if it's real? You know, like I could imagine that being like a, I, I kind of, I kind of um, relate it to sort of like the Pleiadians and Lemuria and, you know, all the stuff that people talk yep. about, it kind of makes sense, you know? <laughs> in a way, it does. <laughs> it does. It, it really um, does. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I mean, for me, for me yeah life is life and you know we're just because we are the predominant species on the earth um you know it doesn't mean that we are we have to dismiss everything else you know it's it's really everything is precious and i think that's something that i learn the more and more that i spend out in nature um the more time i spend out in nature i feel like these each species is so precious because they have a reason to be here. Mm. You know, each species is here to do a job and that's how perfect and beautiful Mother Earth is, is that she not only provides for every single species that's on this earth, but she also, um, you know, 
essentially evolves every species so that they can do things more efficiently all at the same Mm. time i mean it's mind-blowing when you think about the network of life and how it actually grows and moves and alters and changes and it's just ultimate perfection when you think about it you know it's it's like yeah total perfection it's true and even how you said like as the predominant species we sort of get like a fixed idea about our relationship and where we stand in relation to this and the way I look at it in terms of myself and nature as a whole so including the animals and the plants and everything around us I always like to say you know master and a teacher at the same time just because we might be you know sort of quote unquote maybe the more predominant species because we can do certain things that obviously animals are you know that they can't doesn't mean that we can't learn anything from them they're there to teach us and we're all connected here and there's so much we don't even know like think about the ocean (laughs) itself there's so it makes up, you know, the majority of our planet and there's areas of it that have not really been explored. There's so much, there's so much mystery there and so many creatures that we have no idea even Which exist. I love. I love that we don't know that, the, Me too. <laughs> that they are there, you know. And this, this kind of comes back to the power animal thing as well. Like if you think about your subconscious as like a deep ocean, you know and going going in there and and finding your power animals like to me that that's so romantic I really really love that idea but you know there's there's parts of the jungle that they've got like particularly genetic you know makeup and they are a one and only or there's a pod of one and onlys in there and nobody knows about them you know whether it's an insect level or whether it's a plant level or whatever you know like this is all this also comes back to that like unique expression of life that you are and that is mirrored out into the world in order for you to learn your own uniqueness and oh, and, I love and that yes. I, I love that because ultimately <laughs> for me that's what the paranormal journey is I think you just hit the nail on the head <laughs> I mean, and I'm still learning I don't I I know like on the daily that's like I I um I want to keep like a picture of a frog around so that I'm acknowledging him every day you know I'm I'm fostering that relationship with him every day um but ultimately I know that I have so much more to learn like I'm not just going to leave him you know I really really want to hold him in mm. different ways and learn from him in different ways and be open to it to finding allies in the jungle in the ocean in all of the different environs that we can find ourselves in both psychologically emotionally you know there's just so much there so I think it's such an adventure I personally love the adventure I, I feel like a, a kid in a Disney movie <laughs> Yes, yes, it is an adventure. And I'm so happy you worded it that way. And also the key word that you've been touching upon this whole time with Mm -hmm. it being unique. Because yes, because people ask all the time, okay, how do I find out my power animal? And clearly, there's certain things you can do, like you can have a shamanic journey and travel down to the lower world and hold that intention to meet your power animal. There are certain things you can do. But after that, when you discover 
what your power animal is or what animals you're working with at the time, that's when that adventure really, really begins. And you develop that unique relationship and it's something you need to cultivate. And I have certain practices that I do to cultivate my relationship with my animals. And everyone sort of has their own unique thing. A friend of mine was just sharing that she discovered one of her animals was a deer. And so for her to develop and foster a relationship around her apartment, she actually left out a little bowl of water for the deer and she was really developing. And I thought that was beautiful. I thought that was so beautiful, but that felt right for her. That was unique to her and her fostering that, that relationship. And I was like, this is so beautiful because it's really not going to look the same as everybody else. And that's something I think people need to keep in mind. This is not something that is clearly going to be uniform and it's not all going to look the same. That is that adventure like you're talking about that you're going to embark on. Yeah. And it's such a, it's such a fun and exciting. I I feel like I'm diving into another pool of self-love with power animals. It really feels like I'm Mm. lathering myself with love every time I, you know, go on an adventure because it's really profound it's very profound what we can ask and and what we can receive and when you feel like you can Mm. receive that it's a really beautiful thing to be able to do and gift to yourself you know like you choosing that and you put in that bowl of water out or you know um however it is that you feel you need to connect with that spirit that's just it's really profound, very profound. It is. And it's deeply, mm. deeply healing. Like I know when I'm doing shadow work and I dive down and whether I'm working with one of my animals that is really with me for this lifetime or whether it's just a messenger coming in for that brief moment as I'm doing the work, I know that when I'm doing that and I'm diving in and it might help me or it might help me work through or discover Mm -hmm. a certain wound that I'm working on it really they do act as like a healing salve Mm -hmm. for that and it is it's deeply 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 profound I love the fact that you said you know the messengers and you know if they're just delivering a message I mean I feel like if you are digging up old wounds or wounds generally I think that actually an animal gracefully showing you that is a really it's a beautiful it it is a beautiful tool of self-love you know Mm. yeah it's very comforting absolutely absolutely it makes it not as scary of the natural world everything of the natural world is like catharsis for humans because we are of the natural world i think that we forget that sometimes uh, but they are our kin they're our brother and sister in a lot of ways so you know it's like somebody who un- unequivocally cares about you showing you it's all right it's just a bit like this mm. you know and it, it is it's yeah. like somebody holding your hand and kind of stroking your hair at the same time it's 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 a really beautiful um i think it i think it transitions a pain it's you know you're not in a pain space also um i think that can Mm. help you sort of transform your feeling around things quicker or you know it, it, it can it can just change the process that you're going through you know within a self transformational journey 
including animals, I think. Yeah, I do. I do. (laughs) I absolutely agree. I really do. It's been, again, such a huge part of my healing journey. And again, you can do so much with it. That's really, I think that's my favorite part because it's bringing you power and wisdom and guidance and teaching and protection protection when I know I'm doing something or going somewhere or doing some deep work I will call on that animal it's something that you can do in really an instant it doesn't take much to tap into that energy or that Mm. essence that it brings yeah no completely I I love the um I love the idea of of the animals being around me all of the time you know the the idea of having like a little trail of animals that are kind of there and around you and and assisting you in different things it really does feel a bit like cinderella at times in if you think about it in that sense (laughs) you know but i i sometimes forget that they're there almost or that i've summoned them and they're they're just kind of there you know um some people are really aware of them they're like oh everybody's with me (laughs) (laughs) the whole team you know um but yeah, I, that's something that I want to learn to um, integrate more is that awareness of, you know, okay, I can call on them, but I already, you know, like they are here. That's kind of something that, that's why I always like to think of uh, my frog resting over my heart because ultimately I don't feel mm. like I'm ever going to get disconnected from him in that sense as well. So it really helps ground me in that way and it also helps me to know that my my level of discernment is fine-tuned and you know that I am absolutely there's Mm. something there about helping balance not that I am out of balance but there's just uh, another spirit within me which is me that is just reflecting that back to show yes right exactly and it's it goes into exactly what you said in the beginning how it acts as mm, like that mirror. yeah yes 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 oh it's so delicious so, so you're making me, i want to go and get on a track on a journey now <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is because it brings up so much it's such a fun adventure or you can just tap into it again when you need help or need that ally it reminds me of like when you're a child and <laughs> When you're going somewhere or doing something, like I remember when we used to go on field trips and they'd have the buddy system, you'd have your buddy. (laughs) So if you got (laughs) separated from the group, you had your buddy with you. And that's sort of what it reminds me of as I'm doing this work and going on my journey. That's my buddy. That's my buddy system Mm. is with these animals. And I just love that it's it's an access that I have at any moment. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's such a, I don't know, we are here to connect. As humans, we are here to connect. And I think mm. that, you know, that doesn't just mean other humans. That means with animals. It means with the earth. It means with every expression of life that there is. And um, I really believe that it's just got such power to to really spend intentional time with it, you know, Mm. And I think that, you know, I I can look at people and see animals. Um, That's kind of of a fun game. Um, But I I really enjoy 
I don't know, some personalities have like a sort of a prerequisite or, you know, you kind of get a sense of maybe it was like Mm. a a very strong, obviously everybody has like a whole illustrious array of, of, um, of power animals, but you do get strong senses from some people of kind of like, if they're very docile and very calm and you can just imagine, you know, um, you know, like you could even imagine a sloth, or you know, just like very yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Nothing bothers me. I'm pretty chill. I'm just gonna do things at my own pace. You know, there's all of these beautiful me- metaphors, and then on the other end of that, somebody that's like a cheetah. <laughs> so yeah, you, you yeah. kind of see these beautiful little personalities that um, people. You know, we all have. We all have these little little um, mm. idiot not idiosyncrasies because that's the wrong word but you know it's these different facets of our personalities that um we can all relate to for sure but yeah yeah exactly it's the layers yeah those different facets and I love how you said that mm. we're here to connect because we are and that connection is happening all the time. It's not something that's severed or something that you have to try to actively go and engage in. It's happening at all times. We're constantly all in communication. Mm. It's through our energy. And that's what this really highlights and brings that, you know, earth is a school and we're here to learn and we're here to connect. And this is part of that. It's Mm -hmm. all part of that circle of life. Mm -hmm. In such perfection with all of its perfection. I think I think that it's um it's definitely an adventure when you think about it in that sense as well. You know, so so much out there for you to experience. And I think, you know, even just being able to put your hand on the ground or your feet on the ground and understand something about that earth that you are standing on, you know, the the spirit of the earth that you have stood on. That is just the same mm. as, you know, having an interaction with a an animal. You know, and you know, there's there's so many layers. Yeah. Like we're saying, there's so many, so many, so many, so many layers. Um, because with the power animal comes the environment, comes with the you know, there's so much to learn from just that one species. If you have one species or five species, if you have five, there's just like a limited amount of yeah um, potential and and understanding that you can gain really. It's so true. It really is. It's such beautiful, beautiful work. And it's something that continues to grow and evolve Mm -hmm. as we continue to grow and evolve. And it really feels the work that you can do in this realm. It really Mm -hmm. feels endless. It feels endless. And if anything, it really shows you that you're not alone. When you can establish these connections and cultivate and really build up that relationship, because it is it's a relationship and it really shows yeah. us that we're not alone here. We really are connected at all times. And that's something that makes it feel mm-hmm. really special. Yeah. I love what you've just said. I love yeah. that. You know. <laughs> yeah it's beautiful thank you (laughs) it's so beautiful and so true like it's so magical that we can 
connect with animals in a spiritual sense whether when we're going into guided meditation or journeying or whatever you want to call it whatever your iteration is it's beautiful that we can connect with their essence and see them in the physical Mm. like see them in this real world you know it's to me Gaia like the earth it's like paradise when you think about the amount of life that inhabits the earth you know it's so diverse so colorful so beautiful you know like and it for me that yeah there's no words <laughs> i completely 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 agree it is it is a paradise mm. that is just teeming and full mm. <laughs> of life absolutely well this has been such a magical hour diving into this with you. I love that you're my first guest and mm-hmm. I love that you're going to be coming back <laughs> and we're going yes, to get yes, to yes. do this more and more and more. Um, so if anybody wants to um, check out your work and check out what you do, how can they find um, they you can just, or get in touch uh, with you? Find me on Instagram. So I'm Rebecca Lucy with a Y, Neri. Um, so just Rebecca Lucy Neri um, on there you can just DM message me um, yeah I mean I'm putting together an offering a bit more and I'm really really happy to take you know you through a shamanic process and for you to learn a little bit more um, but ultimately it's you know I'm a guide it's all all in you it's all ready to go so um, yeah Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Yes. Rebecca is a beautiful guide and I will leave all of her information in the show notes. So thank you, Rebecca. I love you. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you to everybody who is tuning into this and I'll see you next time.